The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Happy Friday, everyone. Hi. Welcome back to an all new episode. It's me, it's Katie. Hi. I hope you had a great week. It's been a great week here because the sun came out, the rain stopped. It's been great. This is now a weather podcast. (laughs) For real. I know it's like people don't understand. I know it's crazy when people like in LA when we talk about the weather because we never have weather. It's always just it's like Groundhog's Day here where it's just nice all the time. (laughs) So the minute we get any kind of weather period, it's like it's just but let's face it. It was national news. The kind of rain we were having. We're talking, you know, what are they what were they calling it? Atmospheric rivers. Atmospheric. That's a good freaking anomaly when I I had to like educate myself on atmospheric rivers and I was like what that's what's happening it's crazy people look it up and tell me that you wouldn't be discussing this nonstop. and also it's crazy because in LA we never get rain but then when it does it's just like everything's constantly flooded I don't know why they don't just like you know pop a hole in the side of the freeway so it can drain but whatever but anyways the sun came out and that makes me really really happy because I'm not built for like gloom gloomy weather it really really messes with my entire being my mood sucks I just don't want to like leave you wake up and it's like what time is it well it's dark and it's not as dark all day you don't want to go outside I just I, I would never survive in like London where it's just like gloomy all the time it's depressing it's depressing. I'm ready for longer days for when the sun doesn't set to like seven something. I'm ready for some warmer weather. This shit is getting tired. I'm I'm very, very, very much over it. But you know what? At least the sun is shining. And it shined for the first time in a long time on my birthday, which is great. So my birthday was on Monday. I celebrated over the weekend. It was the best. I talked about it last week, but this was like pre even my birthday. So I was just like, talking about the plans I had, but it ended up being so much fun at the best time. Yeah, we we went out, we went to dinner. It was the best. Then we went dancing. <sighs> it's so much fun. And then on Monday, on my actual birthday, I just had like a nice like little morning by myself. And then my friend Dana and Raleigh came over and knocked on my door and surprised me. And they had like cupcakes and candle and some champagne and that was just such a sweet nice surprise like I'm so lucky to have friends that are so thoughtful and want to just do like nice like things and surprises like that like it's just it was you know just the perfect birthday morning and then I know on social media I know a lot of people saw this because <laughs> someone took a picture Tom and I had lunch at the Grove and the the thing is is that we're just used to people like not really giving a fuck. I mean, sometimes people be like, we'll meet people that are fans of the show or, you know, recognize, but like, 
in terms of, you know, recognizability or paparazzi or that kind of stuff, like that's like never something that we're ever concerned about or we ever deal with, period. I mean, some very, 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 very rare occasions. And, you know, so we went to the Grove and the Grove at the La Piazza restaurant, it's like right by the fountain. So you sit outside. If you sit inside, you're weird. But like you sit outside. It wasn't it wasn't a thing about trying to <laughs> be visible like everyone's visible. It's just it's a very crowded kind of place. So, I mean, just speculation. I, I mean, I love a good a good rumor, a good theory, a good speculation. It, it's it's humorous to me. But I think a lot of people think that we were, you know, based on what we've seen in the trailer <laughs> for this season coming up, I think people thought we were trying to stir some shit up. But like literally we were just there to have lunch. Tom and I have had a very tough, rough, up and down road post enduring divorce. And you're going to see a lot of that play out on the show. But, you know, in the in the interest of, you know, having to co-parent dogs and sharing mutual friends, you know, it's always been, you know, priority and in something, you know, that we wanted to try to maintain a friendship. It just is very difficult at times, very difficult, especially when there's people that don't necessarily support that cause and they want to get involved and they want to meddle and they want to, you know, insert their opinions. It can be very difficult, but yeah, but Tom, said that he would like to meet up for lunch. It was my birthday. And I was, you know, that was very nice to hear. And we hadn't seen each other in minutes. So it was very nice to catch up. And then I know a lot of people were speculating if we were arguing because there was a video. Whatever passerby decided to also take a video. So thank you. And I don't know if it's the like Italian, Sicilian, whatever in me to tell very animated stories with like my hands where I'm like pointing and using them to help tell the story. But I think I was just telling the story of like the weekend and what I did over it. And Tom was like responding to that. He's like, oh, you did? Like he was just reacting. It was like um, he was into this story. But yeah, no, it was a lovely, lovely lunch. There was absolutely no fighting. We had a very good time catching up about our like families and just what we've been up to over the last, you know, few weeks or whatever. We see each other every week when we, you know, the dogs, he'll drop them off or pick them up. But we don't like necessarily like catch up or visit really. But so it was a nice time to like, just like see how things have been going. But yeah, so that that's the tea on that. The tea on that is that there's really no tea. It was just like my birthday it was a birthday lunch and it was very friendly and it was nice. So no arguing, not trying to like stir up drama or get garner any attention. That's not really how we like ever think about things or expect anyone to like ever notice or give a fuck. I think I think maybe now people it catches people off guard or catches people attention just because we're not together anymore. But like, that's just still not something that I ever think about going out in public, even with him, because it just never was for the longest, longest period of time. So it's just not something I'm ever going <laughs> to get used to or think about. And hopefully you don't have to, because that is weird. It's very, very weird. Not going to lie. It makes me feel uncomfortable, but yeah, so that was, that was, it was nice. And then on my birthday night, I went and had a nice, 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 lovely, lo lovely dinner with Stasi and Christina Kelly. I felt a lot of love and it was really great to be able to celebrate, you know, over the weekend with a bunch of girlfriends and then on my actual birthday with some more of my friends. So I felt the love. It was so much fun. You know, I've also talked, you know, about how, the holidays and Christmas were very 
sad for me and hard post-divorce and I didn't feel that way going into like my birthday at all. I know some people were like, was it weird? Like, I know my first birthday after divorce was really difficult and I didn't feel that way at all. Like my birthday last year was weird because I was, you know, feeling all sorts of ways and not feeling super content because I was definitely gearing up to, you know, have a conversation and, you know, wasn't feeling great or happy at that time. So to be now a year later on the other side of all that, I was very, very happy and feeling a lot better in life. So hell yeah, that's what's up. (laughs) Anyway, that is the birthday scoop. And now I have to wait another year for the next one. But yeah, 37 and I feel really good. 30s are great. Anyone that's like ever, A, thinks 30s are old, you're weird. I mean, I, I get when you're like 20, you you think that because you think that you're going to be in a certain place in life. You're going to have your shit together. You're going to be married. You're going to have kids. You're just going to be in like a whole different season of life and you have all these expectations and everything like that. But like, yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but like it happens so fast. I literally blinked and here I am. And I'm like, well, I feel like I'm, you know, having a bit of a renaissance. I feel like I'm peaking in life, truly. My 20s were, ugh, you know, you know nothing when you're 20. Your 20s, you're just, you just got to like get through your 20s just to get to your 30s. And then you really get to like find out like who you are. And then I feel like in your 40s, then you get to like just really like enjoy that person. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But I'm just going to enjoy this ride right now. I think that's important. I think I think in life you got to just learn to be like present and not look forward to the things and not worry about the future or anything that hasn't happened, but just like be exactly where you are. And that's something I'm going to try to do a little bit more of is I love to worry. Your girl, like constantly my head is swirling and it's not good. But whenever I start to do that, I immediately stop it and... I just take a look around and I try to bring myself right into the present. Ooh. So I feel like a lot's been going on in not just in pop. Well, yeah, in pop culture, there's been all these award shows. I only watched the, um, what was it? The Golden Globes. And it was pretty okay. Pretty predictable, I guess. <laughs> My favorite moment was obviously Jennifer Coolidge. She's always the moment of the moment of all the moments, but also when, Mike White, when they when uh, White Lotus won and he got up on stage and he was drunk and just announced that he was drunk because he's like, missed the food portion. But he's just like so cute and so earnest. And I just, I don't know. I love it. I love that show. And I just think they should win everything always. <laughs> but I love that. I put it on my story. But yeah, award season is in full swing. And then they announced the Met Gala and the co-chairs for the Met Gala. I don't know if anyone cares about that. I don't remember what they said that the theme or dress code is this year. But yeah, so that's coming up. It's all like the fashion weeks are coming up. So lots of fashion. I don't know. Whenever the fashion week happens, I'm always like, and social media is going to need to be retired for a little bit. And then the most important date is February 8th when Vanderpump Rules premieres. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a wild ride people but something also that's happened in 
the last couple weeks, but it's also it's it you know what it's been happening. Breakup songs have always been a part of, you know, music history. You know, whether it's like something that people listen to and cry to or they yell to. They they come in all different forms. But you know what? No one does it better than female artists, I think. You know, Taylor Swift has really mastered the craft. And something that always gets to me is when people want to kind of come down on females who are doing this and they want to be like, oh God, they're just scorned. Oh, they're bitter. Oh, they're this. And especially when it comes to Taylor Swift, because people be like, no guy is going to want to date her because, you know, they're just going to worry about whether or not she's going to write a song about them or they're going to turn into her next album. And it's like, they should be so lucky and honored. I'd be more concerned if I dated her if she didn't write a song about me. Like that's when you should really be worried if like you <laughs> dated Taylor Swift and you made zero impact on her. She's like, eh, not really song worthy. <laughs> Can you imagine? You'd be like the most boring ex didn't make any kind of lasting impression that she can't even muster a song. Now that's when you got to worry. So like, you know what? If you're lucky enough to date Taylor Swift and it doesn't last, you better have broken some heart. <laughs> no, don't break her heart ever. But damn, she is good at that. And then we had, you know, Beyonce, who one of my favorite songs, I mean, I guess we can call them like, or diss tracks, diss tracks only when it comes down to like rapping or, you know, freestyling. Because I think these are considered diss tracks as well because men do they deliver. Beyonce's song on Lemonade album, Hold Up, is like, first of all, it's like one of my favorite songs of all, like all time. I love this song so much. But like the fact that like she wrote it and, you know, her and Jay-Z stayed together and like he cheated on her like, God, fucking cheats on Beyonce she's like the audacity of men like when when I we've been saying this for a long time but like men they cheat on these women that like you make it makes you wonder you're like it's there's just we're all screwed if, if Jay-Z Jay-Z is gonna cheat on Beyonce I mean yeah <laughs> if Brad Pitt's going to cheat on Jennifer Aniston. I mean, like with Angela Jolie, like, yeah, it is so upsetting. But her track, Hold Up. I mean, that's how you win after something like that. You come out with a hot banger of a song and you make your husband listen to it on a daily basis. So he just feels like an absolute piece of shit. And, you know, like you call him out, you call yourself out because she says, What's worse, looking jealous or crazy? Jealous or crazy? And she's like, fuck it, I'd rather be crazy. We walked all over lately. <laughs> Saying, what a way to treat the girl that loves you, you piece of shit. Like the lyrics are just so good. In the music video when she's taking a baseball bat just to the cars, to fire hydrants, like I feel that. I feel that in my core. It's incredible. But then in the last like two weeks or week even, we got two new ones from Shakira and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Shakira, another one, another, like another one that was cheated on. I mean, oh my God. So her husband had an affair and the, the 
how she found out this that I just found out this like recently, I don't know, like yesterday was because her strawberry jam had been eaten and her kids and husband hate jam. Can you imagine being like, where did my jam go? And your husband's like, I don't know. And you're like, you don't eat it. The kids don't eat it. And just that that's how you found out that your husband had been cheating on you. Like, what a fucking way to find us out. Oh, my God. So in her song, you know, she talks about like being left with debt, you know, being left with the mother-in-law living directly next door she also like shames him for having to trade in like a Rolex for Casio. I mean, it's pretty savage. But like, like that's what you got to do when you're fucking Shakira and your husband has an affair on you. Like, yes, girl, 100%. And I know people want to say like, oh, well, you know that because of that song, Casio gave him a deal. Well, you're welcome. You better thank Shakira and maybe give her some of that money to pay off some of that debt. Like. Talk about feeling upwards. I also heard that she placed a like witch, a like mannequin doll on a balcony that faces her ex-mother-in-law's house. Now that is a level of petty and savage that I can only aspire to be. Not that, I mean, I like love Tom's mom. I would never do that to her. But, you know, I don't know what Shakira's relationship with is, you know, imagine it's not great so you go girl i'm not talking about my own personal experience directly but i think that's just like amazing for her (laughs) but damn your your jam your strawberry jam and then you find out that your husband's been cheating dirty dirty dogs and then there's miley freaking cyrus who i love i mean I really, really love Miley. She is so beyond talented. And I also just like got to like give it up to her because, you know, like these child stars, especially on Disney, like it's, I feel like it's more rare than anything for these kids who start out as like little bitty things and then end up, you know, going their, you know, whole adolescence into adulthood while maintaining careers, while having their like whole private life still you know completely out there publicized you know and then become adjusted or relatively adjusted adults very successful like it's crazy like there's i i don't know off the top of my head i'm like okay there's hillary duff awesome and there's selena gomez awesome i know there's more but like off the top of my head that's all i can think of and you know miley cyrus and she's got very famous father you know and siblings also like and she's just done it you know and she's also just been so authentically miley this entire time like you know i just i i dig her yeah very talented too so she dated liam or no she not only dated liam Liam hemsworth but she was engaged to him as well for a long time and i always thought that was an interesting pairing but you know what i don't know her personally so maybe it wasn't but you know it's like she's miley She's just kind of like, she's like got this brazen sort of personality. She doesn't like care. Like she, you know, she like, and he just seems like the guy from Hunger Games. Like, I don't know. He's like hot, good looking guy. So like get it. But like also like, I don't know. I just always thought like, she's just like, I don't know if he can handle her. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't know. She just is like a lot of woman for him. 
and I know he's hot, but like, I just feel like there's gotta be a power, like imbalance, a power struggle within that couple big time, because you know, I don't know. So I remember they like broke up and then they got back together, but I don't remember like hearing anything about like why they ultimately broke up or if there was any problems. I don't often try to dig to the bottom of that. I just figured that maybe they were just too different, just wasn't gonna work out. So she comes out with this song called Flowers and the music video, she looks freaking incredible in it, by the way. And the song is so good. So she, you'll recognize part of the song or the whole song probably, because she sampled that song that Bruno Mars did. It's like, I can buy you flowers, write your name in the sand. I can take you dancing, all those things. It's like a romantic song. Well, apparently that song, what's his face? Liam, <laughs> I don't know his name. He, he had like requested that song at their wedding for them to dance to, which, you know what? You're marrying Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, they forgot they did get married. It wasn't just an engagement, they got married. You're marrying Miley Cyrus, like who's like rock like royalty. Her dad's Billy Ray Cyrus, like her godmother is dolly parton like she herself is a musician songwriter and that song is good like the bruno song is good but like i would be very unimpressed personally if i was her anyway but it's fine whatever so she she samples the song and changes the lyrics to say like i can buy myself flowers i can write my own name in the sand and i can take myself dancing and I can love myself better than you can, which amazing. And then she filmed this video at the house where apparently he had had like 14 affairs. I, I don't remember hearing about any affair, let alone 14. Are you freaking kidding me? But she's like so hot in this video and she's like swimming in the pool and like her bra and underwear and like working out outside and then like dancing around in like the living room and it's just like taking back like your power from like somebody who like thought they could fucking just pull one over on you you know like how dare you and I love it I love that it's also like I know they broke up it's like been some years now and you know so it's like she's had like time to like digest and heal from it and she's like one more thing I got I got one more thing to say and I'm just wondering, like, dang, is like when her new album comes out, what else are we going to get from you, Miley? I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Because I just, I can never get enough of these. <laughs> Listen, if I could write songs, if I was a songwriter myself, you bet I would be coming out with my own song. And it would be fantastic. Because I have material. I got years of material at this point. You know, maybe I, maybe I will contact one of my friends who's a songwriter and be like, here, let me, let me tell my story through you and give me writing credit. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. Maybe I will, because I would love to have my own disc track. <laughs> what do we call these? There's gotta be a name. Breakup song. I mean, they're breakup songs, but there's gotta be, it's like a, a power anthem I don't know, suggest something. There needs to be some kind of like specific type of like genre name for it because they're awesome. And then we need to make like 
you know, like a now music kind of compilation and just have them all on there. And so that way when you go through like a breakup or someone's pissing you off, you just put on the playlist, put on the playlist and let it ride. So um, that's what I've been obsessed with this week and listening to on repeat because I love it. I also was obsessed with, and it just ended this week. So if you haven't watched it, just, I don't know, spoiler alert, The Circle. I'm obsessed with this, this show called The Circle on Netflix. If you're not familiar with what it is, basically it's a bunch of strangers picked to live in, you know, a apartment building, if you will. And there's a digital platform that they use that's all voice activated and they can come in. No, no one can see each other. No one can see each other. They all communicate through this platform. They create these profiles. They can be themselves. They can be someone that they know, or they can just be a complete someone else, catfish. And they all interact. They, you know, in a way they're competing for money. They're competing for like $100,000, but they, you know, want to be the most popular person, <laughs> influencer. It's, you know, social media experience experiment and experience and they create alliances and they raid each other they play games you know they yeah they have their profiles with pictures and a lot of times they're trying to figure out if someone's a catfish and there's like secret influencers and like it it is so wild it sucks you in it's so addicting it's you know and but you also get like really you know attached to some of the people and some of them have like really amazing stories because it's also people from like all like age groups there's people that are like 20 and there's people that are 50 on there and um some of them have like really unique stories and especially the most current season just like I thought like everyone that was on there was so like special and like there was just like there was a lot of heart in this season like the finale that aired this week, I like was crying because the girl that won, I loved her from the second she walked in. Her name is Sam. She was hilarious and she wore a lot of leopard print. So you knew I loved her. But everyone, you know, was really, there was just so much love that was happening <laughs> among this cast. And I just love to see it. I just love to see it go down like that. But if you haven't watched it, I think there's like five seasons or something. So yeah get involved in that but it's it's so much fun it's a really fun watch there's like 13 episodes a season and you'll fly through it it sucks you in and then you end up crying <laughs> yeah but people get like blocked and then they get replaced they get rated the people that rate the highest are the influencers and then they get to like send somebody home or block them from the circle alliances are made yeah it's crazy it's crazy. But anyway, so that's something else I'm obsessed with. Anyway, that's all I have for you this week. Again, I hope you all had a beautiful week and I hope you all are going to have a great weekend. Make sure you are safe and you're kind to yourselves and you're kind to other people. And yeah, until next week. Goodbye. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. <laughs>